Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by America's Obsession with Side Hustles. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. Uh, and today we're back with another episode about ridiculous questions. Yeah, if you've never listened to us before, Arguments About Nothing is a show where we take ridiculous hypothetical situations and we argue about them seriously as if they are something when in fact they are nothing. Yeah, and this thing, this week, we're kicking things off with a little something new. We tossed some of our questions from our last episode to you, the listeners, to see, to see what you guys thought so you could settle things once and for all. Um, And right now we're just going to recap the findings. So we get to see who you all agreed with is basically what this is. And I want to note the the sort of devilish look in Shelby's eyes as we do this. You can't see it, but I can see it. Uh, (laughs) Hannah doesn't know the results because I I run the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so for those of you who have already listened to episode eight, you will remember the question of would you rather have a dripping faucet or unpredictable hot water for a year. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I think you should go back and listen to it. It's great. 88% of you said you would rather have a dripping faucet for a year because you could not handle not knowing when you would have hot water. This is a shockingly high statistic, Shelby. I I really thought people would go the other way on this one, but it's anonymous, so you know what it's I said? It's not like, anonymous. <laughs> It's not? No, I know exactly who voted for I don't run the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> well, then people just love their hot water and yeah. they don't care about the environment. Um, That's fine. I still feel like I have the moral high ground on this one, one so of, I don't even feel that bad. You, you definitely have the moral high ground. One of our <laughs> listeners felt so impassioned about this question that they wrote in about their take. <laughs> and they were basically like, I... The faucet I can deal with, but, like, I need to shower on a daily basis, so I I can't roll the dice that I can't shower. I mean, you can shower. It's just cold. Yeah. Maybe you're just, uh, you have a a hardier constitution than the rest (laughs) of us. Apparently (laughs) so. Better I have a worse history of plumbing situations than the rest of you. Or that's true. Maybe. Um, I'm just like, I feel like this has happened to me so many times in life. And you just, it's cold and then you get out and then you warm yourself up again. And it's okay. Yeah. People are not about being cold. Okay. They want to be cozy. Uh, I get it. The next question that you all uh, participated in was nervous visible sweats or, or nervous audible toots. Now, I like this one because we chose the same answer. So if we're wrong, we're wrong together. Yeah. 100% of people went nervous, visible sweats. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, we both went sweats. All of our listeners went sweats. No one has compassion for you if you are a nervous tutor. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that is a shame. I'm sorry for all you tutors out there. Yeah. But also no one is surprised, I think, about those results no 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 I'm not surprised um and then we had a multi-choice survey about um the would you still go out with him so this is the one I am most deeply curious about (laughs) yeah so we took it to the streets to get the definitive opinion on the chin tickler uh (laughs) 
as he shall henceforth <laughs> henceforth be called. Yeah. As he will henceforth be known, the chin tickler. So basic premise, if you haven't listened to episode eight, uh, you go on a great first date. Everything's, you know, magic, sparks, whatever. <laughs> and then when you're parting, going to your cars or train or however you leave dates, instead of kissing or hugging, the person tickles you under your chin for three seconds like a monster it's one of my favorite questions of all time if you have not listened to episode eight please go back hannah's response to it is (laughs) the best thing that's ever happened um (laughs) my throat really hurt after that after recording that episode yeah so the four the four options were yeah they seem great so like no issue with anything about it B was, yes, but only if they stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of Shelby's answer. Yeah, that's basically what I went with. C was, there are other fish in the sea. So, like, I would not continue to see them. And D is, I'm calling the police because he's deaf on a list. Yes. <laughs> Which was more or less Hannah's answer. <laughs> um, 25% of respondents said, yeah, they seem great. Okay. Literally no issue. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not not just like, oh, if they didn't do it anymore. No, they're just like, yeah, that seems great. I'm down with chin tickling. Do you know that what that means to me? That means that 25% of people do this. I think the only way you answer that question in that way is if you are the type of person who would tickle a stranger under the chin. Yeah. This is the most res- shocking response that I... I yeah, I thought this would be zero, but it was twenty five percent. It was twenty five percent. Interesting. Sixty well, sixty two point five percent of people, so the majority went yes, but only if they stopped doing that. Okay, so Fair majority enough. of people were with me. Zero people said there are other fish in the sea, <laughs> <laughs> and then about thirteen percent said I'm calling the police because he's deaf on a list. Yeah. So you okay. were not alone, but I will say more people were totally fine with this than were at all negative about it. Right. And I knew that I was in the minority when that was happening. Yeah. But the visceral reaction that I was happening that I was having to that yeah. question could not be denied. Like and maybe I just don't want people touching my neck area. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I that. understand why that's threatening. Um I'm really I am very surprised that the results turned out the way they did on this one. But yeah. So if you want to be, we're going to try this new segment for a couple weeks. Uh, we'll be putting out questions we've already done up on the Instagram. So you guys can like for once and for all settle our arguments. Um, so if you want to be partake in that, follow us on Instagram at arguments about nothing. Yeah. And if you'd like to send us any questions or ideas for future questions or future quizzes you can also get on instagram and talk to us or you can email us at at or at arguments about nothing at gmail.com yep and if this takes off this whole you telling us what you think thing happens we're going to figure out a way to do it on facebook too so fear not if you are not an instagram user we're working on it we're going to become multi-platform. Yeah, here. but we are we are a small but mighty team, so got to make sure <laughs> that the interest is there. Yeah, so let's dive into our BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. Well, I am very excited about our BuzzFeed quiz today um, because the name of the quiz is Which Disney Song Describes Your Love Life Based on the Characters You Want to Hang Out With? And this is by 
Chelsea Tot, a community contributor. And so the reason I'm excited about this is because I've seen almost every Disney movie ever made, and I'm a real fan. And also I'm excited because Shelby... Is not. Has not. <laughs> is not and has not. When I read the title of this quiz... I didn't realize you had to pick Disney characters. It just says based on the characters you want to hang out with. So I thought it was just going to be general, like, well-known pop culture characters. Yes, but she is the one who suggested that we do this quiz, and so she can't take it back now. I'm not trying to take it back. I'm just trying to explain how we got to where we are. (laughs) I just want the listeners to know why this is happening. Right, when she says that she doesn't know who anybody is when we go through this quiz. I think it's going to be shocking to a lot of people how many of these people I don't know who they are. Okay, well, let's just see. Um, Let's just jump right in. Question one, choose someone to grab brunch with. Phil from Hercules, uh, Mary Poppins, Anna from Frozen, and Ariel. I love how... Hannah very specifically put in the movie title she thinks I haven't seen before. No, no, no. I I put the ones in that have more generic names because like if I just say Phil, like I don't know that necessarily everyone knows that it's talking about Phil from Hercules. Okay, well you put in the movie titles of the two I didn't know who they were. Okay. So um, I don't know who Phil is. Seems like a lovely guy. He's Danny DeVito. Well, he's voiced by Danny DeVito. That wins points for me. <laughs> he's great. Uh, I don't know who Anna is. Anna. She's from Frozen. I know this because I... my four-year-old niece is in love with her. You say Frozen like that should mean something to me. You do know who Mary Poppins is. I know who Mary Poppins is. I've seen Mary Poppins. Phew. I know who Ariel is. I've seen The Little Mermaid, but it's been a while. <sighs> Who would I rather get brunch with? Okay, so can I tell you, I'm sort of instantly leaning towards Mary Poppins for this. I feel like she's just like magical in a way that is so endearing and lovely and like unexpected. You get to hang out with her for a brunch. You don't know what's going to happen. There might be dancing penguins involved. You might get to eat lots of spoonfuls of sugar. She might just sing you a beautiful song like... Yeah, so where I'm at is, I don't know who Phil is, so immediately discounted. I don't know who the Frozen Girl is, immediately discounted. So that leaves me with Ariel and Mary Poppins, who in my mind both have issues. Issues? Yeah, I don't think I would want to... I thought you were going to say, like, they're both... (laughs) That would be incredible. In one, you're having brunch under the sea or something. (laughs) No, see, both of them, I don't really want to get brunch with either one of them. (laughs) because you hate nice british ladies and mermaids (laughs) no because mary poppins is a nanny so i don't want to get like reprimanded for not using my silverware correctly or i feel like she's a disciplinarian and like she's not she does not spend that movie reprimanding those children it's not just like a movie about a mean nanny yes it's not she's not known for being mean but like at the end of the day, she's an authority figure. Like, I don't <laughs> respond well to authority is what we're learning here on Arguments wow. About Nothing. Uh, I want to have brunch with someone who is my equal. Okay. However, Ariel, if I remember, can't speak and, like, doesn't know how what forks are. So I well, feel like having brunch with her is going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
She might try to use a dingle hopper or something. What is what? a dingle hopper? <laughs> what did you just say to me? What? See, yeah, I don't want to have brunch with her if dingle hoppers or anything. What? I'm pretty sure that's what she calls forks. You know, so her seagull friend, he like tells her the wrong names of human things. Cool. Oh, Shelby. She's just sitting there with a horrified look on her face. I don't know what... She has no idea what I'm talking about. Um, It depends. If you're having brunch with her under the sea, she can talk. Or I guess if you have brunch with her at the end of the movie. Like, I'm shocked that Hannah, terrified of the ocean, is like, yes, let's brunch under the sea with Excuse Ariel. Me, no. <laughs> Excuse me, no, ma'am. I chose Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, but you're acting like it's so chill. <laughs> no, I'm acting like you would have fun with it because you like the ocean. Yeah, I'm just saying neither of these sound fun. Then just go with Anna. She's just like a fun, cool person. Okay, you're not allowed to tell me what to do. (laughs) I don't know who she is. That's a stranger. Stranger danger. (laughs) You're the one who's having so much trouble with this question. It's because I don't know who any of them are. I'm going to go Mary Poppins because I feel like... Having lunch with my kindergarten teacher would be preferable to having lunch with someone who doesn't know what forks are. Okay. I like your reasoning. <laughs> Let's continue. Ooh. Oh, no. So should I just... I should read all of these, right? Because you're not going to know. You're not going to know any of them? Okay. I know who one of them is. Oh, okay. Choose someone to go shopping with. So Ralph from Wreck-It Ralph. Carl from Up. Jack Sparrow, or Elsa from Frozen. So again, the only movie title she didn't say was the only person I knew, Jack Sparrow, also the only live action person. Um, So I'm going to go Jack Sparrow because I know who he is and I would be very down to go shopping with him, which I think shopping with Jack Sparrow would probably involve a lot of shoplifting. I was about to say, he would rob everywhere (laughs) that you went. (laughs) You're choosing Jack Sparrow. Knowing full well, he'll be full, he'll be drunk the, the whole time. People are. <laughs> they could be equally terrible. I'm going with the evil I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, he he's also quite dreamy. So he is, but he will rob you by the end of this. He didn't rob Kira Knightley. Well, I just become a pirate in this scenario, and I'm okay with that. Oh, so you become a shoplifter with him? We'll see how it plays out. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna choose Elsa. Why? So you haven't seen the movie, but she has this amazing transformation where she just, like, makes herself a gorgeous dress, oh. all magic-like. That's and, cool. And um, she gives herself, like, a whole frosty makeover. It's real cute. I think she could help me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elsa, for her style tips. Yeah, for her style tips. I think she's got, she's got good taste. Cool. Would you like to read one? Sure. Choose someone to join you for a swim. Eric, from a movie. uh who knows which one couldn't possibly tell you peter pan from i believe peter pan uh mulan from i believe mulan nani from i can only assume nani i don't know (laughs) is eric from eric i don't know who knows yeah yeah that classic disney movie eric I don't Peter Pan was from Peter Pan. Mulan was from Mulan. I was making an educated guess based on the patterns we've seen before us. Right. But but you have seen The Little Mermaid. You've already said that. He's from The Little Mermaid. That's Prince Eric. Oh. 
And then Nani, I believe, is from Lilo and Stitch. I thought all of the guys were just named Prince Charming. I didn't all know that them. they had... I thought they were, like, all brothers. You know, Prince Charming. Right. Name Charming. Right. Ted Charming. Stephen Charming. Yeah. The younger one. Alfonso Charming. Yeah. So, choose someone to go to join you for a swim. <laughs> Are any of them... <laughs> You know who Peter Pan is. Like, you know something about these characters. You're not going to sit here and tell me you know nothing about Peter Pan. That's not what I, that's not what I was struggling with. I okay. was like, do are any of these, like, connected to water? Like, none well, of these, like... Prince Eric is in The Little Mermaid. Yeah, but does he swim in it? Well, he swims at one point when he's trying to save her and he's battling the sea witch and stuff. Okay. Um, he's on a boat a lot also. I feel like I'm going to go Peter Pan because he seems the most playful. Yeah. Like, I really like Mulan, but she's very serious. Like, I feel like if I was swimming with her, it would be like a training swim for some sort of battle. Right. Exactly. I was going to say, Mulan is one of my favorite Disney characters. And I feel like I would choose her for almost any other question that she came up in. But like, choose to join me for a swim. Seems (laughs) weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think... um, I think I would just probably just go with Prince Eric in this case. Why? I don't know. Because he's hot. Okay, there we go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Okay, choose someone to vent to. We've got Yzma. She's okay. from the Emperor's New Groove. Cool. Naveen from Princess and the Frog. Pocahontas from Shelby. Pocahontas. Yeah, and Quasimodo from, no- you know, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Got it. Uh, don't think I've seen that. I think I'm going to go Pocahontas because I feel like she'd give good advice. She seems very level-headed. She is. She's also got the, the magical, mystical, like, willow tree grandmother spirit that gives her good advice. Right. But I um, See, I would like to vent to that tree, but I feel like that's not an option. So Pocahontas. She's the next best thing. Yeah. Um, I adore Yzma, but I'm going to say Pocahontas too. As someone to vent to. Um, but Yzma, Yzma is amazing. And if you haven't seen The Emperor's New Groove, you really, really should. Noted. I feel like this quiz shows that I should see a lot of movies that I haven't seen. I feel like a lot of people are going to get mad at me after listening to this episode because I haven't seen any of these movies. I don't think they're going to get mad at you. Okay, good. Guys, <laughs> th- she was a child. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. Uh, my parents didn't like animated movies. I didn't. It wasn't my choice. Yeah, don't be mad at her, guys. You can be Support mad at me for other. not liking Ron, but that's a me thing. You can be mad at her for her other choices. Yeah. Although apparently you all agree with her. But anyway, choosing someone to catch a movie with. Moana, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, Tarzan, and Kristoff, also from Frozen. And to me, the answer is Moana because she's just the coolest one. Of all of them. I don't know who Gaston is. I don't oh my god, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. He's the he's the one who ate, who ate like five dozen eggs every morning. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Telling he... someone about Disney characters Why did he out do of that? context. To get big and strong. So he could be roughly the size of a barge. Okay. What a weird movie. <laughs> I don't know who Kristoff is. 
So Frozen. He's from Frozen. Cool. It's either Tarzan He's or Prince Kristoff Charming. It's either Tarzan or Moana, and I feel like Tarzan would do weird shit in the theater because he does. He doesn't know how to be a human. So I'm yeah, no go. Tarzan, get out of here. Yeah, so I'm going Moana. Okay. So did you get your results? I did get my results. I think I've heard this song before. <gasps> Shocking. Okay. What's yours? So what was it? Mine was uh, "Someday My Prince Will Come." That's what I got too. Oh well, that's boring. <laughs> It says, you're totally ready for love, but you don't want to rush into anything. You know that your real love is out there, and they'll find you when the time is right. Well, that was really cutting based on where I'm in my life right now. So (laughs) I feel seen and heard. Really? Sort of. I don't know. I I have a confession. I really don't like this song. So I'm sort of disappointed in this. I don't love the song either, but I thought the description was accurate. I see. About, like, where I'm at in my life right now. What's your favorite Disney song? Is this going to take over the podcast oh, if we talk about yeah. this? No, that's too hard. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You can't, first of all, you can't <laughs> ask me to be just one. I mean, come on. <laughs> Whatever. You seemed disappointed by your thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because I'm disappointed by Snow White in general as a movie. Okay. I thought you were going to say as a person. Oh, well, that too. (laughs) Maybe. No, I mean, the movie, it's not her fault what happens to her. Well, it is a little. She could have set better boundaries, but. Oh, great. Love, victim shaming, Snow White. I didn't mean like the poisoning part. (laughs) (laughs) I meant the cleaning up after the dwarves part. (laughs) So funny. Uh, Do we want to run, go into our listeners' questions? Yeah. What did our listeners ask this week, Shelby? I have one that's kind of revisits some things that we've already talked about, but it was sent in by Laurel. So thanks for sending this in, Laurel. The question was, would you rather smell like pickles or have damp socks? Smell like pickles or have damp socks. Yeah. So we've talked about damp socks before. We've also talked about pickles before. But, but not, not they're smelling, older. Yeah, not smelling like yeah. So it's for the rest of your life, too. That's the parameter she set. So would you rather smell like pickles for the rest of your life or just all of your socks are constantly a wee bit damp? Yeah, I would rather smell like pickles. Yeah, we've talked sure. about socks at length, and I feel like there's nothing that's worse than perpetually wet socks. Yeah, there are very few things that are going to win out over, like – like yeah. just in terms of horribleness and ter- other than damp socks. We've yeah. done a lot of questions with damp socks and I think damp socks have been has been the worst one you know every time. So And the reason it keeps coming up is like because I think literally everyone knows this about damp yeah, socks that exactly. it's one of one of the world's most uncomfortable things. Yeah. Whereas if I smell like pickles, I mean I guess that's off-putting to other people, but I think I would become nose blind to it. So yeah. like I, I I don't think I would care. Also, some people like pickles, like are really into it. So like I imagine right. it would make you attract a whole new set of people. Your particular like pheromones, yeah. The the people who would then be attracted to your scent. Yeah. I also like another question is like how strongly do you smell of pickles? You know? I think like, it would have to be noticeably. Like, yeah, to me, it's like, what's the range? Like, how close to me do you have to be before I start to smell like pickles? Like, can, like, well, how close do you have to be to smell you in general? That's what I mean. I don't think, 
Like, I, you know, I feel like it wouldn't make a huge difference unless I was, like, spending close proximity with others. Right. So. And you might sort of find yourself naturally making space in the world in a way that you never did before. God, it would be amazing. It, yeah, it could actually turn out to be a wonderful thing. Like, I wonder if fewer men would catcall me if I smelled like pickles. No, I think they probably wouldn't be close enough to smell you, right, on the street? You know, let a girl dream. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you had this, like, brilliant moment yeah, of, like, you know, oh, God, if, how nice my life would be if people didn't catcall me. What if I just, I just started bathing in pickle juice so men would stop approaching me in the world? This... This is a doable hypothetical if you wanted to actually road test it. Maybe. We'll see. I feel like that's a no. <laughs> well, I don't currently have any pickles, so we'll find out. Tune in next week to find out if Shelby decides to bathe in pickle juice. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, we agreed on that one. Yeah. But this happens sometimes. Like, sometimes we agree. Yeah. We don't like it to happen. But I hate it has been known to happen. Of agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> Our friendship is one giant disagreement. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so, our second listener question actually came from my sister, Kate. And mm-hmm. she asked uh, Which is better, rocking chairs or recliners? Recliners. Hard disagree. Oh, okay. Explain to me why your uncomfortable chair is better than my very comfortable recliner. You should go first. You answered first. I think... Do you ever get a question where the answer is so obvious? It's like, how do I even articulate why this is better? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what's better, chocolate or broccoli? Like, Like, how do I explain to you why chocolate is better than broccoli? I feel like I do get questions that feel like that, and then our listeners all respond, and they all disagree with me. (laughs) Yeah, so recliners are better because they're more comfortable. Like, in my head, rocking chairs are made out of wood, and they're on a porch. They might have a little, like, they might have, like, a little cushion, but, like, not a lot, probably. Okay. Like, I, I think recliners are designed for long term sitting you know they are there for they are like they're not made for aesthetics they are not made for anything other than being peak comfort uh and i feel like rocking chairs are like more aesthetic more like the sensation of rocking um i feel like said with disdain yeah that no I, i'm not saying <laughs> that the sensation of rocking is bad but like in my head this question is really about like what would i rather sit in for a longer period of time like okay well i th- i think we have different expectations i think we have different qualifications of what we're looking for in a chair okay because to me i don't think the amount of time that you would sit in it is necessarily just like the end-all argument to this. Okay. What do you want out of your chairs? A rocking chair, as you said, goes on a porch. So you can sit outside on a nice, like, summer afternoon with a glass of tea. I'm from the South. You guys remember I'm from the South. You can sit outside (laughs) with your, like... To me, a rocking porch is like a back... Or a rocking chair is like a back porch... Your grandparents are there. You're listening to some, like, 
southern rock on the radio or whatever bluegrass whatever you want to listen to it's just like a happy summer afternoon and then you get the experience of rocking which is like a ride it's like an interactive sitting riding experience yeah i don't know there's something about a recliner that makes me feel like a king Probably because my grandfather had one and we weren't allowed to sit on sit in it. It was grandpa's mm. chair and it was like no one else got to sit in the recliner. And so That's for got me, the forbidden yeah, sort of allure. Forbidden fruit situation. And so like sometimes like grandpa would be taking a nap or something and we would get in the recliner and it would be like, Wow, this is luxury. Uh, and so and like rocking chairs don't have as mis- much mystique. But they've got that like homey feeling that like charm happiness summer breeze and through the trees kind of like you know just feeling of home and they've got they've got a, a, a sort of a bringing people together sense whereas I envision a recliner as like what you have in the den in front of the tv that you're going to sit in until you just like sort of fall asleep accidentally while you're watching Netflix versus a recliner or a rocking chair it's sort of an active experience. You're not sitting in a rocking chair, like, watching Netflix. You're talking with people. You're having, like, you know, you're having an experience, an afternoon out with your family. So also, when I was a little kid, <laughs> my grandpa had this game he used to play with us in his recliner. This is, like, very peak grandfather <laughs> moment because he was, uh-huh. like, playing with us but would refuse to stand up. So he would, his, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he would sit in his recliner and he would chase. So basically, we would run in a circle around his recliner and he would just like spin his, because his recliner could spin all the way around. It could like do a full 360. Um, and so he would just like chase us, but not stand up. So he would just like spin around in his recliner and we would run around in a circle around him. And you had the agreed upon, you don't get far enough away that he can't actually get you from the recliner. Uh, occasionally, he would like scoop us up onto his lap and we'd be like, ah, the monster got you. Um, so there is like game elements to recliners as well. Yeah, so recliners also, not only in my mind are more comfortable, have a stronger correlation to like happy childhood memories. I see. Yeah, no, the rocking chair for me has got the stronger correlation. Plus, for anybody who's kind of fidgety as I am, it's like, it's just more fun to sit in a rocking chair. Yeah. I don't know. When Don't you feel like every time you see a rocking chair, you immediately want to sit in the rocking chair? I mean, I literally, I have only two things to sit on in my small, like, apartment here. And one of them is a rocking chair. I so forgot that you have a rocking chair. Should tell you something. Um, so Hannah is very dedicated to rocking chairs, is what we found. Yeah, you're not gonna convince me otherwise. Yeah, we're not gonna convince each other on this one. So we're just gonna have to take it to the listeners and see who who they agree with. Yeah, let us know what you think, you guys. Uh, um, it'll hit the Instagram for sure. I want real stats on this one. <laughs> and thank you. For all of the listener questions, anyone who sends them in, we always really, really appreciate it. So keep them coming. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick off uh, our questions now? Yes, please. Okay. I got one that I'm interested to hear your response to. So would you rather win the lottery or get accepted to Hogwarts? 
There is absolutely no question in my mind that I would rather get accepted to Hogwarts. Okay, tell me why. I, who, who even cares about the lottery? Who? We rarely do positive would-you-rathers, which is why I like this question right. so much. Like, which one is better? Well, okay, so there's, there's a few things that go into this. For one thing, I've actually read quite a lot about the life of lottery winners and how it doesn't turn out um, necessarily as well as people think it would. Like, it's this... It's this cliche of like, oh, this is the epitome of something good that can happen to you, right? Um, But people have found after winning the lottery that they've um, had real problems in their relationships because people have sort of expected them to give some money to them, for instance, or the the sudden change in lifestyle has like alienated their friends and family. Um, For a lot of people who aren't used to having that amount of money, um, a lot of lottery winners go bankrupt, actually, like a weird proportion of them do. Not to say that I would do that because I would probably get the installment payment, but still, like, I don't, I don't need, I don't need more money in my life. I, I don't need all that. I don't why need to invite go, all of that. Why would you go installment payment? Well, I mean, a lot of the people who get like one big payment will then use it all to buy some big thing that they want in their life, and then they'll go bankrupt as a result because something will yeah. go slightly wrong. Um, I don't know for sure I would get the installment, but I'm just saying. I think a lot of people experience negatives to it that they aren't expecting. Plus, you get the publicity of it. Um, and here's the other Do reason you I wouldn't feel like people experience unexpected neg- negative repercussions of getting accepted to Hogwarts. You know, like the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah. So Hogwarts seems like a trauma factory. Terrible things happen there every year. Yeah, but what I was going to say is that Hogwarts is magical. (laughs) I mean, money is money. Hogwarts is magic. Uh Yeah, I I would know magic. And I feel like it's that, like, you know, teach a man to fish. You know, if I won some money, fine, but it'd still just be me and I'd have to deal with whatever I real would, life. I would still not be magic. I would not be magic. <laughs> but, like, teach me to become an actual real-life witch. Now, I mean, yeah, the Battle of Hogwarts, but that's been over for some time. Yeah. Harry Potter's in his 30s now. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> if you've read The Cursed Trial, though, you know that shit's still going down at Hogwarts. Yeah, but it doesn't affect everybody at Hogwarts. I am I would definitely be like Ravenclaw number four at Hogwarts, you know? I would just, I, I would just stay out of all that. They don't write books about me. I'm just learning spells. See, yeah, so I'm with you when I wrote this question. I was like immediately like Hogwarts, obviously... There's, like, literally nothing that I would choose the opposite (laughs) for. Uh, But I do think it is worth exploring the fact that Hogwarts seems really hard. Like, all of the, like, from all of the accounts of people's time at Hogwarts, from back when Tom Riddle was coming up, like, when Hagrid was there, like, all the way to Cursed Child, that's, like, I think almost 50 years of canon of, like, any student who goes there experiences, like, very real trauma. Whoa, not every student in 50 years. 
Okay, but like every student we have their story of. Right. But you don't write books about like, you know, Hermione's friend Petunia who never did anything all that exceptional. I'm just saying that a lot of kids come out of there fucked up is all I'm saying. (laughs) Like it seems... Like, you were talking about the odds of going bankrupt as someone who wins the lottery is high. It seems like the odds of coming out of Hogwarts with a significant amount of trauma, also high. Or just not coming out of Hogwarts. Just, yeah, just or early just death. dying and having to haunt a bathroom for the rest of eternity. You know, all of these things seem like a very real risk. So, you know... High risk, high reward. I would say, one, some kids come out of Hogwarts just fine. Like, there's there's a story about the ones who get into all the mischief and mayhem, right? But, you know, if they all were telling their stories, most of them would be very boring. Yeah, I'm just saying, Neville tried to stay out of trouble. It didn't work for him. So I just I think I think there are probably kids who come out unscathed. I don't I think that number is higher than zero. Also, what is the trade-off here? I mean, you can't you can't expect to be able to live in a magical world with magical abilities and not have, you know, you've got higher highs, you're gonna have some higher low or some lower lows. Yeah. That is that is a part of living life to its fullest yeah that's why you don't come away totally unscathed that's why i said high risk high reward you know yeah. like you're the agreement with magic is that like magic can go wrong um you know the flip side of being able to have flying cars is crashing into a whomping willow tree you know like these in all things balance so are you saying that you would choose the lottery winnings then no <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, at all. I was just, you know, exploring the depths of the realities of this question. We should just be Hufflepuffs, and that way we get to avoid a lot of what happens to those Ravenclaws, and I mean, sorry, to those Gryffindors. So here's the thing. I am a Gryffindor, though. Like, I know through you and are. through, I would be the person jumping into situations that were dangerous. You know, I was, I went bungee jumping like two months ago. Uh, so that's why I thought about the trauma stuff where it's like, <laughs> I know myself. I would want to be in the middle of everything. So I want to. And I know myself and the sorting hat would be like, are you a Ravenclaw or are you a Hufflepuff? Yeah. Gryffindor wouldn't be on the table. Yeah. For me, I think it would be, are you a Gryffindor? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's how that would go um because i want to be in the room where it happens right and i want to be in the library and uh yeah yeah so anyway we're both going to hogwarts um and we'll see who comes out alive this basically (laughs) no we won't it's me i know when he comes out alive Okay. We've just I determined that. We have just alive. said you would just jump in Not like Harry all Potter stuff. Gryffindors die. <laughs> yeah, but like the Ravenclaws came out fine. Yeah. Do we want to move on to an- another question? Yes, please. Okay. If you had to take a bath in something that's not water, what would you choose? So Shelby has Shelby's 
put us in a scenario where I can't avoid taking yeah, a you bath. Don't, Hannah doesn't Knowing like perfectly baths. well, I don't like baths. <laughs> Hannah's, Hannah's got to submerge her body in something. What's it going <laughs> to be? Can't be water. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hannah does not like this question. <laughs> you also should like never say the first thing that pops to your mind because it's always stupid. What was right? the first thing that popped in your mind? Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, That's... what's the closest thing to water? <laughs> I wonder what that would feel like. It, well, it, it might, might just, feel cool. It might just feel like a jacuzzi. Right. Yeah. Like, it might just feel like a kind of prickly bubble bath. Yeah. I, I'm curious how prickly it would feel. Would it feel prickly or would it just feel like, like, almost massage Yeah, almost. I don't or, Like, I have no idea whether or not that would be a good or bad sensation. It could be. It could be great. It could, yeah, um, it could be. I don't know. If you take a bath in pickle juice this week, I'll take a bath in seltzer and we can report. I think you're getting the better end of that bargain. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's why I proposed it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So seltzer was my first thought. I feel like otherwise, it would have to be like, um, like some sort of liquid soap, I guess. <laughs> or... Wow, that would be so drying on your skin. I know, but you don't want it to be anything that's going to be sticky afterwards. Or I mean, you can take a shower afterward if you want. Wait, 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 wait. What What are the parameters of this question? You just have to submerge yourself in a substance for a period of time. What After substance? which you get to wash it off? After which you get to do whatever you want. Oh, well, that changes everything. Okay, great. So what's your answer? So to me, it's like, what do I want on my skin? Mud baths are a thing that people get excited about. So maybe that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of why I was confused because I thought if the idea was to use it as like a cleaning, well, there's a, a also form like of the cleaning. I, no, I don't think versus it's a, like there's lots of different baths people take just for like at a sauna or a spa, right? I don't. That's not a life that I lead, <laughs> so I don't really know. Um, my first thought was sand because I like the feel. Like when I was a little kid, I liked being buried at the beach, and like the feeling mm. of being submerged in like wet sand can be kind of like fun. Or like I really liked sand boxes and stuff when I was a kid. So like that seems like a fun. I don't think it would cause problems or anything. And well, it would cause problems for your plumbing. That <laughs> you're taking a bath in your bathtub. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant the plumbing of my body. <laughs> 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 I'm not worried about the logistical plumbing. In your mind, <laughs> what I was thinking was, was, man, a wet sand bath would really give you the shits. That's what... I went the opposite that you were trying to tell me it would, like, back me up. And I was like, how in the world would I do that? I don't understand... Uh, no, um, you're, 
You'd have to clean your bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a euphemism? Stop thinking about it. <laughs> uh, this is the second episode in a row that we have made Hannah cry with laughter. <laughs> uh, okay. We're having serious conversations about sand in your, in your pipes. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> my, my deepest apologies. Uh, um, yeah. I wouldn't go with Sam. <laughs> okay. What would you go with? A liquid. A liquid. A Prime. drainable liquid Prime. that wouldn't stain or, uh, or or be a real hassle to clean up. Yeah. So. Fair. Um, but, but, like... If it was sort of like a moisturizing liquid, absolutely. Like I'm milk, here for that. maybe? Oh, yeah. That could be. Yeah, like a milk and honey bath or yeah. whatever those people do at their fancy spas. Um, I was also thinking like money. Just like take a bath submerged in like dollar bills or like hundreds. <laughs> do um, the Scrooge McDuck thing. Yeah, it's a very Scrooge McDuck vibe. Yeah, um, which is my vibe, which is the vibe that I'm current. That's my 2020 goals, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Um, bills, though, right? Not coins. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a mix. I feel like the coins could okay. be kind of fun, too. Like weighted blankets sort of situation. Where are you getting all of this um, currency? I'm imagining, see, in my head, this isn't in my home. It's just like... Potentially at a spa or something. I'm going there so I don't have to worry about it being like me having to clean it up or anything like that. Yeah. So And then at at the spa where they fill their bathtubs full of money and like Yeah. I mean I'm just So it's not your money. It's not my money. It's somebody else's money. That's that's why I thought of that said the spa thing. Same with like the sand or like anything. I'm not thinking about someone else's sand. Someone else is cleaning this up. Someone else is dealing with it. It's like someone else has done the logistics of like getting this available to me. Um, I mean, if it were not my money, I would definitely try to steal some of the money if I was in a money bath for sure. Mm. You and Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he's had a, a large influence on my life. Yeah. I didn't realize that when you were answering that BuzzFeed quiz that you were actually becoming a pirate as it was happening. I mean, you know, since I've been a little girl, I've dreamed a dream. <laughs> and yeah, I think I mean, I think the the experience of being submerged in money would be an interesting one. I'd learn a lot about myself. I don't think I would I would say no to that experience. I mean, if the money and bathtub were provided. Yeah, exactly. I would I certainly wouldn't go to the bank and be like, "Hey, Give me my own money so I can have some fun. <laughs> can I take out a few thousand and ones, please? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll bring it back tomorrow. Um, see, so yeah, I'm not going to do that. But I don't know. I could see, like, that would be a cool experience. Yeah, I was also just, like, thinking, like, what sensations and stuff like that are, like, pleasing on the skin. Mm-hmm. Can I take a pillow bath? Yeah, like feathers or like like yeah. a ball pit or like, you know, like whatever. 
how far how far outside of the realm of baths do we get before it's no longer a bath? I don't know. And it's just a ball pit. You know what I mean? Maybe a ball is pit. Is a ball pit a maybe, bath? Maybe a ball pit is a bath. Oh, interesting. This has taken such twists and turns. Yeah. It's really just what what material would you like to submerge your body in? And child's germs, apparently, if you went into a ball pit. I mean, you could say, like, a you know, no one else is in this container. It's just you. I think they come with child's germs in them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball pits. Yeah. yeah. That's canon. Yeah. It's not um, It's not a, a finished ball pit until children have sneezed on every single ball. Right. Yeah. Licked a few. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I think a pillow bath if that's if we're allowed to pick non liquid substances that's the most Taurus answer I've ever heard but it's <laughs> it is yeah I like which it, is though. why I'm so excited about yeah, it yeah yeah, uh, yeah because as you will as you may recall if you've listened to previous episodes part of my um, dislike of baths is that I just don't understand why people think they're so comfortable mm-hmm. I don't typically find bathtubs to be a very comfortable experience yeah. like to just lay in I'm like I would lay in a bed if I wanted to lay I would lay in a bed so if I did a pillow bath I would be laying in a bed basically of. yeah very similar experience I like the idea of feathers mm-hmm. that's like a good one I also like the idea of things that are like like viscous which i don't know if that's just like a me thing but like mud or like yogurt or like yogurt oh i would have pudding never you go yogurt. or like i th- i'm worried about honey yeah things that molasses are, yeah things that are i like worry about a lot of those things based on like are they gonna do bad things to my skin because i do have quite sensitive skin but pillows wouldn't do anything to your skin that's true that's why i kind of went the wet sand thing i feel like that wouldn't like it would just be like being at the beach kind of like I don't think it would have like major repercussions on my skin it would be kind of annoying to like wash all of the sand off but I mean it's a it is a nice like tactile feeling yeah I, I it, to me in my head it would be like a weighted blanket almost mm-hmm. um like the feeling of very being like very cocooned might be nice whereas a pillow bath would be like actually it would just be like being in bed yeah so. It would be like an actual little cocoon in there. Yeah. Plus, very portable. And I could do it at home because no cleanup required. Yeah. You just would have a lot of pillows. Yeah. Got it covered. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I might lock in wet sand. Okay. I'm imagining now like me coming into a room holding like 12 pillows under my arms, you know, and somebody be like, what are you doing? You'd be like, it's for my bath. <laughs> I'm taking a bath. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the innovation the world needs. Like, that kind of innovative spirit is really what's going to get us through. But is it a bath just by virtue of it being in a bathtub? In my definition of bath, it is. But Really? Yeah. See, I would have thought a bath would have to include some sort of liquid. Is, is, are there pillows on top of you? Like, are you submerged? Yeah. Then, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I think it is. It's basically a pillow fort. But it's basically a pillow fort in a bath in a bathtub. Yeah, that's fine. It does sound like fun, though. I think you can have the best of both worlds. Okay. I don't have very constricted notions of what a bath is. It's all just a social construct. So we get to what? decide. You're right. Language is fluid, um, and, and people can make up their own definitions of whatever they want. Yep. Do you want to do our would you still go out with him? Our favorite segment, would you still go out with them? 
it's your third date. You're you're dating this new person. You really like them. They're very cute, very sweet, very attentive, very generous. Things are going well. You're like, how did I ever get so lucky? <laughs> and then you're hanging. It's like your third date. You're hanging out at their place, and it's winter, and your hands are really dry. And you turn to them, and you ask them if you can borrow some lotion. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that they they go, oh yeah, sure. And they go to the fridge and they get out um, a jar, mayonnaise? a jar of mayonnaise, and they hand it to you. <laughs> what do you do? So, for listeners who haven't listened to previous episodes, <laughs> we had a long debate about yeah. um, mayonnaise lotion before, mm-hmm. um, which Shelby chose was on board with. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't want it, I don't want it to seem like canon that I'm just on board with mayo <laughs> lotion. I chose mayo lotion above butter conditioner. Let's Fair. not misrepresent my uh, feelings towards mayo lotion. Okay. Um, so so you're on a third date with a guy. You mm-hmm. say, "Can I have some lotion?" He gets up and he goes, "Oh yeah, sure." He goes to his, his fridge, takes out some mayonnaise, and a ha- jar of mayonnaise, a jar and of mayonnaise, hands it to and me. hands it to you. I feel like I would just be so confused by the action that had just taken place that I would just assume that it was a joke. I would be like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I said lotion. Right. <laughs> like you must exactly. Have, you must have misheard me. <laughs> yeah, I said lotion, not mayonnaise. And like, So first, I would assume he just misheard me. Second, I would assume, do you know how, like, do, do you ever sort of just, like, have one of those total brain farts where, like, you, you mean to go do one thing in the fridge, <laughs> right? Yeah. You mean to go do one thing, and then you do something completely different. And so then you would be like, "Oh, I'm like, I, you said you were gonna give me lotion. What? Right? What's with the mayo? Exactly. I would assume that he did one of those things where, like, you meant to go microwave something, and instead you took the milk out of the fridge for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I would assume it was one of those situations. Um, and then, if no, neither of those were true, I think he would. He would just be joking or something. If he, if like, he, he'd be making some point, like, I'm a guy. I don't have lotion. Yeah, so if you're like, haha, I asked for lotion. He's like, oh, I just use mayo as lotion. Right. So and- once we get through all of those perfectly reasonable explanations. <laughs> yeah. And now here's where, here's where the meat of the question begins, right? Yeah. Um, if somehow I've ended up in the apartment of a man who truly <laughs> does use mayonnaise <laughs> as lotion. What a nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare. Because ostensibly he's already touched you with his mayo hands. <laughs> yeah. You would immediately start to think like, what has he touched of mine? And he's touched me and I'm horrified. I, I'm feeling generous towards this person, and maybe it's just because, like, I came down so hard last time on the chin tickling guy that I, I like, kind of feel bad about it. Oh my gosh. It's so, I love this segment because I learned so much about Hannah. Uh, chin tickling, hard stop, report to police. Mayo lotion, let's get to the bottom of this. Well, actually, let's get to the bottom of this has been my response to every single segment, except, except for that one. Tickler. 
So it was just that one thing that like really I will say that hit this, me the wrong way. The last time we talked, when we did the Chinticleer thing, you were like, all the other things, they're things they do to themselves. This is something he did to me. And so the, the mayo lotion thing is still a thing that he is doing to himself. So I can, right. it, 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 it just tracks. tracks. It tracks with your, your past rulings. Right. I also feel like um, like a lot of guys do this. <laughs> no, but they do things. They do things if they're like guys who live alone. Hannah Bennett. Lots of guys do things. <laughs> like they like use toiletries in ways that aren't supposed to be used or they like don't understand. I have a lot of questions about the experiences Hannah has had with men based on the response to this question. I don't know. Like I knew a guy who would use bar soap in his hair. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. That's what I meant. I'm by generalizing, I'm making it sound worse than it actually is. 100%. I mean, I think I would be super weirded out. I mean, I, I mean, I would be, I would be super weirded out if like we talked through it and he just like truly does use mayonnaise as lotion um i think i would make it clear that like that's not a that's not a thing that you should do (laughs) why is it not a thing that you should do well i don't want to repeat our previous episode (laughs) Uh, but so i am gonna butt in with my opinion a little bit right now Um, i was done yeah i was done. yeah so I, similar to you, I have a similar response to you where I'm like, I would immediately be like, why did you, what, why did you get the mayo out? I asked you for lotion. Like, what's going on? I'd be very confused. And then he would be like, oh, this is what I use for lotion. And I would laugh and I would be like, okay, stop it. It's very funny. Do you just friend. not have lotion? It's fine. Like, don't, yeah. you don't, like, stop. Uh, and then when he was like, no, really, like, I use this as lotion. Like, my mom did it when I was a kid and I just... Like, why pay for two things? And I would be like, that's like, I my immediate thought would be to recoil. And I would immediately start thinking about all the times he's touched me with his mayo hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably ask him out loud, how often do you do this? Yeah. Like, and have you done it on days when you've seen me? Yeah. Well, it's like, do you just like have oily skin so you're almost never using lotion so you don't feel the need to buy actual lotion? And, like, once a year you have dry skin, so you use mayonnaise then. So I would ask him that. I would ask him, like, how often do you do this? And, it and like, whatever answer he gives me, it's like, wow, that's horrifying. But also, I've gone on three dates with him, and it was fine, right? Like, he didn't right. smell like mayonnaise. He didn't, like, right. holding his hand wasn't uncomfortable. Like, it hasn't, for three dates, it yeah. hasn't impacted our relationship at all. So I would just be like, I would prefer you didn't do this. But, like, it it doesn't seem to have any material impact Effect. on our yeah. reaction, our, our relationship. So I think I would be okay with it. I feel like I would be okay with it. And actually, I feel like the part that would bother me more would not actually be the usage of the lotion. Because like I said, guys sometimes like don't understand the best way to use toiletries. But also, I don't know, like people used to put Vaseline on their hands for lotion. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like it's it's not that weird, you know, as far as like yeah, th- anything he could be doing in the world. Um, I think what would strike me as super weird would be the fact that he didn't say, oh, I don't have any lotion. <laughs> yeah. 
or he didn't say, oh, I don't have any lotion. Sometimes I use mayonnaise even. Yeah. He just jumped up like it was the most natural thing in the world and delivered to me a jar of mayonnaise and expected me in his apartment to apply it to myself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that is the weird part. But I could see, like, he's just so conditioned to thinking that mayo is lotion. Like, if he's done this his whole life, that he doesn't even think of it as a different thing. But, like, what what kind of lifestyle is that? I mean, maybe this is a really interesting person who, like, grew up outside of civilization – yeah, I mean, it's weird, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, like, again, it would be weird. We'd have a conversation about it. I would probably buy him lotion. I would, like, bring a bottle of lotion with me the next time I came over and was like, this lives here now. Use this instead, please. But, again, in this scenario, it's not leaving enough of an odor that I clocked it. It's not... Well, right. Like it's the odor thing is the weird. Hurting you. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It, again, it would have been undetectable if I hadn't asked for lotion at his apartment. So that means it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And I would just like be like, "That's so fucking weird." I would tease him about it forever. Like, oh yeah, forever, at, forever. Um, I would tell everyone I know. Like you will <laughs> not guess. I would immediately text every person in my phone book of like, "You will not believe." See, I feel like I wouldn't tell anybody. That's oh, so interesting. I, would, I immediately would tell everyone I know. I feel like I wouldn't tell anybody because I would be inclined to, like, give them a pass, and I would be worried that my friends would judge me for that. Oh, so. I would rent out a billboard and tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, he does the weirdest shit. Um, yeah, I, I would still see him again. It would be weird, but it wouldn't be a deal breaker. So. Yeah, not a deal breaker. I wonder how the uh, the listeners are going to respond to to this gun, this one. You know, I just have to say, I'm just excited that we finally agreed on one of these. I think this is. Like I think this is the first one we've the agreed first on. time we've yeah. agreed on it. We would both still go out with this guy. Cool. Well, we finally discovered a point of um of similarity in our dating preferences. <laughs> Men who use mayo as lotion <laughs> is a go for both of us. <laughs> You know, it's a weird, weird world out there. Oh, yeah. You just yeah. got to treat everyone with love and kindness, right? Yeah, 100%. Should we talk about our hypothetical worlds? Let's do. What is your hypothetical world in this? My mayo man and I are sitting outside on the pork porch in rocking chairs is really what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he would forever known, be known as mayo man, by the way. Yeah. It was just, yeah, so me and mayo man, we'd be sitting outside on our rocking chairs you would have that one bathroom that has the pillow bath for oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is... Uh, all right. So we've just been... We've just now just morphed into just describing my hypothetical dream home. Yeah. And you're both graduates of Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is why, you know, we just have such a magical home. Yeah. It's just such a great place to live. Uh, for me... And he keeps mayo in the fridge and then I magic it into lotion (laughs) and it's unfortunate when we make sandwiches but (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah in my hypothetical world I am also dating mayo man um, and we have matching a different mayo man a different mayo man we have matching recliners uh, a bathtub full of wet sand, <laughs> which 
comparing it to your hypothetical world does sound worse. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I have that direct comparison. Right. You know what, Shelby? Someday our prince will come. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't use mayo as lotion, though. That the song does not specify. Yeah, I'd still go out with him, but it is not preferred. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. This sounds pretty lovely to me. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of Arguments About Nothing. Uh, if you haven't yet, followed up, follow us on Instagram so you can weigh in on the questions you've heard today, and we'll recap your responses on the next episode of Arguments About Nothing. Thank you again to everybody who sent in listener questions. Thank you again to Allison Fields for designing our logo. And thank you again to everyone who has taken the time to um, subscribe, to rate and review, and to leave us little messages. Uh, We just love hearing from you. Yeah, tell a friend if you haven't already. Share the love. Um, And until we meet again, keep fighting.